Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Black Financial Channel. My name is Dr. Boyce Watkins, and uh, today Robinhood is the talk of the town. Uh, Robinhood users are furious. Uh, why are they furious? Well, because Robinhood made an announcement that basically they're going to restrict trading on a, a lot of these volatile names that are out here like GameStop, AMC, Nokia, etc. that are being moved heavily by the markets. And we're going to break down what's going on. So buckle up your seatbelt, hit the thumbs up button. I'm going to tell you all about Robinhood and GameStop and what's happening uh, tonight. There's a lot that, that occurred all night long. And uh, so just get ready. We're going to get started right now. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Black Financial Channel. This is the blackfinancialchannel.com. Uh, I want everybody to know that this platform is uh, a financial platform where we are black first. So put a hashtag B1 in the chat if you're black first. You don't have to be black to be here, but uh, I'm a black man first and a finance professor second. But I am also a finance professor, so you're welcome to listen in. Shout out the city that you're from. Let me know what city that you're coming from. Good morning, Dana Dane and Breon and Gregory Bell and Mr. Wall Street and Charles Walker and Antonio Franklin and Donnie Nolan. Uh, so anyway, let's get started on Robinhood. So Robinhood has um, has done some stuff that has really pissed people off. It's really made some people upset. And uh, I'm going to tell you exactly what's going on right now. Uh, I'm going to read from this article. This is an article from CNET Personal Finance. They said, Robinhood, TD Ameritrade are restricting trading on GameStop and AMC. Uh, GameStop stock price remains sky high, but shares are becoming more difficult to buy. GameStop's stock continued to make big moves, briefly crossing $450 a share on Thursday, fueled by Reddit users collectively taking on Wall Street. But individual investors looking to make trades have faced multiple issues on trading sites and apps over recent days, with many experiencing service disruptions, according to Bloomberg. The frenzy over GameStop stock has led to TD Ameritrade and Robinhood restricting new purchases of particular stocks, GameStop, ANC, and others. Uh, it also led to the Wall Street Bets subreddit temporarily getting locked and a Discord server getting shut down for violating terms of service. This sounds kind of crazy. This sounds shady. Uh, give me a yes or no if you think this is a little bit shady. If this is, uh, you know, more shenanigans from uh, from the powers powers to be. I uh, I know, uh, and there's more. I'm going to read more to you. But basically, the um, what I'm really seeing here is that. There are regulators who are shaking in their boots over the volatility. They're getting calls from billionaires who are saying, my God, this is Charles Wethington III here, and this is outrageous. How can you allow this these shenanigans to take place? I've lost $800 million in my portfolio, and this is unacceptable. You've got to do something, right? So because, they, you know, remember, you, you don't, you, this is democracy, right? This is economic democracy. That's the democratization of wealth, the democratization of investing, uh, which is what Robinhood's supposed to stand for, which is letting the little guy get in, letting, you know, letting everybody kind of get a piece of the action, uh, I've been talking to you about this for years. If you've been following me, give me a yes or no. If you've been if you've been following for a while, if you, if you late, if you just got to the party, then this is new to you. But just know, I've been doing this. I've been trying to get you to invest in the stock market because all the things that you're seeing right now, as far as this massive amount of money being transferred, I've known this for a long time. I finished my PhD in finance in 2002, and I said I got to tell black people that that the markets are where the money's being thrown around. But with that being said, this is economic democracy and everyone's starting to buy into this. Everyone's starting to, to invest and they're not always going to, 
get in and do things the way you want them to do it. You see, the problem with powerful, wealthy people, unfortunately, not in all cases, but in some cases, I don't believe all wealthy people are evil. There are wealthy people listening right now. Some of you are going to be wealthy. So don't believe all wealthy people are evil because you're going to be one of them one day. And, and I know you're not evil. I hope you're not. Don't be evil. But the thing about, about the wealthy and powerful people of this country is that they like the cool effect of being able to um, promote economic democracy. They like the idea of being a Robin Hood. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna steal from the rich and, and give to the poor. We're gonna we're gonna go and help the little guy. Yeah, yeah, bud. We're gonna help the little guy start investing. That's what we're gonna do. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna help out the little guy. And guess what? Oh, and by the way, we're gonna make ourselves filthy rich in the process, right? Robin Hood is about to go public at a twenty billion dollar valuation, so we'll make ourselves billionaires in the process. But yeah, but we're really here for the little guy. We're really here to empower the little guy. Well, the problem with that is that sometimes they want to empower you, but they want to empower you according to their terms. Uh, the two key conditions for wealthy people, unfortunately, wealthy, powerful people empowering the little guy is one, they have to get filthy rich in the process. <clears throat> That's a requirement. And two, they got to be able to control you. Right. They want you to feel powerful as long as you're in a box. It's no different from voting. We, we, we're going to empower you by letting you vote in the next election, but we're only going to give you two selections that we pre-selected before the election actually began. So we're giving you the illusion of choice, but you really ain't got no choice. Give me a yes or no in the chat if you follow what I'm saying. We're going to make you think that you're feeling powerful by voting. We're going to create T-shirts that say, I voted. Look at me. I voted. When really what you kind of did, unfortunately, some would argue that is that you legitimized a system that is inherently oppressive and incredibly problematic. You legitimized it, right? So with Robinhood, I'm not saying this is what Robinhood's trying to do, but right now Robinhood is being tested. How committed are you to this Robinhood concept? How committed are you to economic democracy? You know, because now, now the natives are restless. You know, little, you know, little kids on Reddit got together. I don't know. Maybe they got some 12-year-olds up in the chat. You know, some some like, some college dropouts, some dudes living in their mama's basement. I'm not hating on it. We all struggled, right? And they're all basically saying, we're going to do capitalism, but we're going to do it our way. We're going to do capitalism that looks a little bit like socialism. We're going to do it in a very democratic way where we are going to go and do what the politicians have not done, which is we are going to write our own stimulus check. We are going to give ourselves our own stimulus check by running up on them suckers. We're going to do a siege on the Capitol, except that before you saw the siege on the Capitol with an O, right, in D.C. Now you're seeing a siege on the Capitol with an A, right? The, the, the last two weeks ago, people went after the Capitol. Now people are going after the Capitol, right? They're, they said, look, Wall Street has all the money. We are in the middle of a pandemic. People are struggling. Wealth inequality is higher than it's been in 100 years in the United States. You've got people like Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk making $300 million a day, but yet 80% of the country is sitting at home hoping and praying to Lord Jesus that millionaires and billionaires like Nancy Pelosi and others will send them a $600 check. So they basically said, let's get together and let's use our power to get ourselves paid. Let's make sure we eat just like they're eating. We don't care that the billionaires are eating. We've let the billionaires eat good, too. Hedge fund managers, many of the top hedge fund managers like Ray Dalio make over a billion dollars a year. Can you imagine Can you imagine that filing an IRS tax return where you literally put $1,286,492.88 on your tax return? Like, I, I, it, How crazy is that? How insane would that be? Right. But that's literally what these people are able to do. 
These people can literally feed 10 million starving people right now. They can help uh, 10 million people keep from being evicted. They, there's so many things they can do, but they don't do that. They sit on their wealth. So if you want to know where I stand on this, I'm all for this siege on the Capitol. I, I think I think they need to run up on them suckers and 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 take just take all their paper because because it's it's crazy. So let me just break this down. Do me a favor, hit the thumbs up button. Please hit the thumbs up, share, subscribe button if you haven't done it yet. Very important to do that. So let me keep going. All right. So so basically, uh, what's been happening? Give me a yes or no. Actually, also in the chat, if you have seen a restriction on your trading today, have, has anybody seen? Um, has anybody tried to go on Robinhood? Try to make a trade? Um, you, you see, because I because I know this stuff, this is my area. Um, I know that when a stock is that volatile, you're gonna see this kind of stuff happen. They they've got trading halts in place, things that basically are designed to almost throw cold water on the stock market when the market's in a frenzy. When the market starts going crazy and 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 the price starts shooting up, you know, eighty percent in an hour. Um, th that what that does is the reason that makes people nervous is because it moves the price away from fundamentals. Uh, it's like a baby version of what happened during the 1929 stock market crash. And they put things in place called circuit breakers to kind of shut it down and be like, oh, slow your roll. It's like if you're fighting with your with your boyfriend or your girlfriend and you're like, you're like, I'm gonna kill you. Where's the knife at? Right. And then somebody steps in the middle, and says, OK, OK, put the knife down. All right. Go, go. Let's go in the living room. Let's sit down and let's relax. Let's you know, let's talk it out and cool off, right? And a lot of times when you cool off, you don't want to stab the person anymore. Now you're like, okay, maybe I should handle it a different way. Well, a lot of times with investing, that cool off period keeps the market from collapsing, right? Uh, and so in some ways, these, these circuit breakers can be a good thing for the market. In this case, it's a problem because, you know, people aren't really complaining about it. You know, I mean, the stock is moving big time. Um, I think it's kind of a jungle trading that stock. That's why I kind of got out. I got in for a second. I made some money off of it. But then I bounced out. I said, you know what? I'm not trying to put my family's uh, economic future on the line over over some crazy stuff. Because I don't know when the Reddit guys are going to decide to go do something else. But but just the fact that they're shutting down the technology, uh, the, the Discord shut down that Reddit group. Uh, you know, and, and also you, you shut down on Robinhood. Robinhood should be ashamed. They should be calling out Robinhood. I know that the users are actually threatening to, to leave Robinhood, which I think is a great thing for them to do because Robinhood, just mind you, Robinhood is going to get paid when they go public. They have harnessed all these investors. They're managing all of you. They, it's like it's like collect, I collected 10,000 wild buffalo and I'm going to sell them to market. Well, if they're harnessing you and benefiting from the fact that they've managed you and pulled you together as a collective, then they should be serving you. They should be hearing you out. They should be responding to you. And the fact that they alone, Robinhood and a couple other apps, all the apps aren't doing this. All the brokers aren't doing this. It's just Robinhood and a couple of others that are doing this. Uh, I, I think that they should they have hell to pay. And also. Uh, they're, they're probably, here's what they're, what they're probably also thinking too, is about the legal liability. Because when stuff like this happens, when there's kind of a riot, like right now, what you're watching is a financial riot. You imagine what you saw when you saw all the people, all the Trump supporters are going after the Capitol, uh, you know, it, or thousands of people out there, right. Or busting windows and everything. Imagine what you saw when you saw this summer, when people were in the streets and burning down buildings and busting out windows and going crazy. Well, this is the financial version of that. This is what you're seeing. You're seeing a riot where people are saying, you know what? I'm going to stick it to the man. I'm going to go get paid in the process. We're going to exhibit our power. We're going to build our power. We're going to educate each other. And we're going to go in here and fight. And it's really historic. It's really changing. It's it's a better version of Occupy Wall Street. 
Occupy Wall Street occurred about 12 years ago. It was a bunch of hippies sitting around playing the guitar on Wall Street and uh, eating granola and singing hippie songs or whatever. And But it didn't amount to anything. It just got on people's nerves. That it really occupy. Tell me one thing Occupy Wall Street accomplished for America that made the country better or, or reduced inequality. Can you give me? I'll wait. I'll wait. Name one thing that Occupy Wall Street did to reduce inequality. It did nothing, absolutely nothing. So they said, okay, let's let them get this out of their system. And then we're going to go about our business of making all the money in the world because nobody's really going to be watching us at that point. Well, this is a little different. This is a little different because the retail investors are speaking. They're stepping forward. There is going to be pushback. Right now, the Republicans are already going to Congress and complaining about it. But don't think it's just Republicans that are upset about this. Remember, Nancy Pelosi is worth a quarter of a billion dollars. Nancy Pelosi is one fourth of a billionaire. So she's also upset about this, too. She's not happy watching this happen. So so a, a lot of your politicians work for wealthy people. And wealthy people are very concerned about this idea that real money is no longer something that's secretly discussed by people that went to Harvard who get together in a back room and talk about how they're going to conquer the world. It's kind of the cat's kind of out the bag. And now, to my delight, as a finance PhD, I'm delighted to see millions of young people talking to me, coming up to rolling up on me, talking about the stock market, right? Now, what I encourage you to really understand, too, as you watch all this go down, and, I'm, and I, I think it's super cool to be that everybody's involved with this, is remember that there's a difference between an investment and a trade. An investor is not the same as a trader. It's okay to be both. It's like dating, right? There's a difference between, um, you know, looking for your wife and trying to find a one-night stand, right? <laughs> you know, look, looking for somebody you want to be with for the rest of your life versus somebody that might be a 24-hour Tinder swipe. I'm not judging either one. It's okay, but you got to know the difference between the two. So a lot of what's happening with uh, with with this particular stock, each it was not. I'm sorry, um, uh, GameStop. Sorry, thank you, GameStop uh, and Robinhood and everything else. A lot of this is is that hit it, quit it kind of money. It is that fast money. Uh, there is nothing about GameStop's fundamentals that justifies the current stock price. It is severely overpriced. Now, what you're hoping for is that this game of musical chairs does not end while you're holding the chair. So uh, if you are involved, uh, just kind of be careful. Uh, one of the things that Robinhood is doing that's making it harder to trade GameStop and to move the price is they are increasing mar- what they call margin requirements. The margin requirements are the amount of money that you have to have as backup capital to uh, support your account in the event that you lose a bunch of money. Uh, I, I'm going to just sit here and tell you straight up point blank period that this is uh, BS. Um, I don't agree with it. I don't think that they there's any particular reason why you have to necessarily do that to people. Um, now, because the thing is that Robinhood doesn't work as hard to keep you from losing money as they do to keep other people from losing money. In this case, with GameStop, I remember the whole attack on GameStop was driven by the desire of people on Reddit to go after the short sellers, which which I, I think is actually a good thing. Short sellers are kind of like the grim reapers of financial markets. You know, they're the ones who get out here and spread negative information about a stock so that you'll hate the stock. So the price will go down so that they can make money. They've been manipulating markets for a very long time. And now people are manipulating markets in the other direction. They're fighting back. If you want to talk about the real benefits for some of these companies, AMC, uh, which I don't think is a bad company. They just, you know, it's a pandemic, though. They can't. How many of y'all going to the movies during the pandemic? Nobody's going to the movies during the pandemic. But AMC is not a terrible company. So here's what AMC did. AMC said, yo, this is great. Like, everybody thinks our stock is worth all this money. Everybody's investing in us and, and all that. So AMC issued a bunch of stock. And what a lot of these companies are doing, this is where you got to be careful, too. Uh, this is where the sharks and the fish get separated. 
a lot of these companies are saying, holy crap, this is insane. Whenever there's a movement this big, smart people make money. Wherever there's something this chaotic happening, smart people make money. When there's a crash, smart people make money. When there's a burst of a, of a stock price, smart people make money. So what a lot of companies are doing now is they are issuing stock. Remember, a lot of making money comes down to buy low, sell high. Just sell it for more than what you bought it for. So they're saying, well, since the stock price is so high, then I want to sell stock. I don't want to buy nothing. I want to sell, 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 sell. So basically, AMC released a bunch of stock, and I think they made almost a billion dollars in capital that's going to get them through the year. They're literally going to survive the entire 2021 because they were able to basically get a loan from the American public. Is that a bad thing? I don't think so because AMC is not a bad company. It's just you, you're not going to the movies during a pandemic. And in, in a way, you can almost think of this like a bailout. Remember how the government bailed people out or bailed out companies, you know, during the uh, the 07 crash uh, right before Obama took office? There was a big financial crash and the government bailed out a bunch of companies. They got to pick and choose which companies they bailed out. Well, now this is a public bailout. Right. I, you know, they, basically, they pumped up the stock price of AMC. So AMC sold a bunch of shares. Next thing you know, AMC's got almost a billion dollars in the bank that they can operate with. I ain't mad at that. There are worse things to do with their money. Think about it. A lot of people waste their money on Cheetos and Air Jordans and 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 going, you know, whatever, going on trips or or going out to eat, right? So why not put some money in the stock market and, and see what happens, okay? So I'm not judging it one way or the other, but I'm telling you what it is. By the way, if you like some free training on how to get started with the stock market investing or how to get better at it, um, I, this is this is what I've been doing. I've been teaching college students how to invest in the stock market for 20-something years. Um, if you want to uh, learn and get better, Go to firstshareofstock.com. Just sign up there. There's a free training on how to buy your first share of stock, but then there's more free free information that comes to your email. So it's like a free course. Basically, it's a free course you can get on all aspects of wealth and investing and everything else. Um, I'm personally super excited about what I'm seeing right now because I, I'm a sports fan, and this is almost like watching a sports thing. I, I was watching Tom Brady get to the Super Bowl again. I, that, that made me excited. And now watching this is just as exciting for me as watching Tom Brady get to a Super Bowl. But then again, you know, I'm in my 40s, so I cheer for the old people. So that's just what it is. So uh, feel free to go to firstsharestock.com. Please hit the thumbs up button, share, subscribe button before you get out of here. And also don't forget, if you are a woman and you want to join the Women of Wealth Weekend, Laneige Vets hosting that. It starts on the 30th and 31st. You can go to womenofwealthweekend.com. That's womenofwealthweekend.com. All right, guys, I'm out of here. I'm going to check back in a little bit later and uh, let you guys know if I see anything new. And uh, Dr. Claude Anderson was going to come on the channel later on today, but he can't make it today. So I'm going to bring him in next week. So we'll figure that out. Also, the Wall Street Trapper, I talked to him. I'm going to have this brother on. And also Andre Odom, who's one of the most successful sports agents in the country, is going to come through about 5 o'clock. I think it's 5 o'clock Friday. I think 5 o'clock Friday. So I'll let you guys know when that's going to pop off. So have a good day, everybody. Take care. I'll talk to you soon. Be good. Peace. 